Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome to another episode of Episodes in Troubled Thinking. Um, my name is Antti Vanhanen and I'm joined by my fellow transformative coach and co-host Steve M. Nash. How are you, Steve? I am well, Antti. Nice to speak to you today. Likewise, likewise. Um, I'm excited by today's topic, um, something that um, I think you came up with. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is rejection. And why is it so hard for us to to deal with and and if we're repeatedly turned down why do we stop trying and why do some people not stop trying why do they keep going where's the resilience come from and so forth so um you had something that you had uh written down that you'd like to kind of perhaps read to to set the table for this episode so um if you're ready go for it uh, certainly, uh, setting the table. Where have I heard that expression before? Um, it must have been some some <laughs> some uh, coach in uh, based in California. Indeed, um, <laughs> and also you kind of said some of what I was going to say, but never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, uh, rejection, 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 rejection. Why do we have so much thinking when someone says no to us? Um, I know that. For example, when I phone somebody and try and arrange to meet up with them and they're busy. And then the next time I phone them, they're busy too. And again, pretty soon I've decided I'm not going to phone them anymore and they can phone me. They can phone me. And it's kind of a bit weird. Like, why? Why have I decided that? What does it mean? What, 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 what? If, I, if, if I ask um, a woman like from dating, if I ask a woman, is she interested in having a conversation with me? And she says no. If I ask a client if they want to have a coaching conversation and, and they say no. If I ask somebody to buy my How To Be Happy e-course and they say no. Why does that no cause me a problem? Why do I call it rejection? Why does it shut me down? Why do I stop offering? Why do I stop asking women or trying to get another coaching client? Why Why does no affect me? I mean, it may affect everybody, but I know that it affects me and it kind of closes me down. Why, why does that happen? That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. People just talk about rejection because the, the no and rejection, they, they sort of put together as the same thing. People talk about rejection all the time and I think rejection is a is a story and somebody just says no and maybe that's the end of this conversation i don't know but it was it fascinated me so yeah absolutely um uh first of all thank you for that so for that um what you just what you just read out i thought that encapsulates really well uh what we want to talk about and yes indeed on one level of rejection is exactly that it's a it's a story but at the same time um I think you know if you ask somebody you know to come out with you 
you know for a drink whether it's a friend or you know like a romantic interest several times and 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 they just never are able to come at some point you just stop calling and you know on, on some on one hand yeah it's a, it's you know you might stop doing it because of rejection but then on another perspective is that it just doesn't seem to make sense to keep inviting that person because if they always say no then you know you will have just wasted time so why not ask somebody else well you know, that, that's one way of thinking about it but I mean it, it may be that it doesn't feel like a waste of time mm. um, I, I, I also because I've kind of been you know I'm sort of noticing my thinking more uh, and more and that's I kind of noticed this oh look I, if I ask somebody something and they say no I, I don't like it I also know that I'm like if, if I have a friend do I contact them or do, do they contact me? And mm-hmm. I, I have, there are friends that I can contact and they will arrange to meet up at some point, but they will never contact me. I always have to contact them. Why do I make a big deal about that? Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I get a bit sort of shirty and I'm thinking, why is it always me who has to contact them? Mm-hmm. Why is it always? And then I would say, well, because I'm not important to them and they've got more important things to do in their lives and, you know, another story is invented and it's it's just... It's it's just like some I ask somebody to do something and they say no, or and I, or I contact them they don't contact me, they're just kind of facts, mm. without no stories needed afterwards at all. Yeah. And I, I totally get if you ask somebody something and they keep on saying no, they might not be able to tell you no. They might not be able to say I'm not interested, so they'll they, their form of communication could be to ignore to blank mm. and so that they could be saying that could be their way of saying no I'm not yeah. interested don't ask me again so it, it's it, not that it matters should I carry on or should I not carry on I'm more curious about what I've noticed in me about um, how I take no mm. I mean it, it, does, does it ring a bell for you Do yeah you it, it does and actually it, it, it makes me want to ask you a question that what do you think the the difference is between a negative result and rejection? I I, I don't know what rejection is. I I, th- I think it's 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 it, I, I I I don't know what rejection is. I mm. I mean I I, I know what I th- make it mean. I'm not attractive. I'm no I'm not I'm no good as a coach. I'm not popular, people don't want to, I'm not fun to be around. That's what I could make rejection to be. Yeah, well, I, to me, what it seems to like uh, uh, be is that, you know, let's say you go and you pitch your, your business idea um, to 10 investors. And nine say no and one says yes, right? Um, so, or you know, you're selling something, and you know, one buys and nine don't. So, that's just results, right? You got nine negative answers, so so no answers, and one positive answer, yes. Uh, so that's just kind of information, data, and it becomes rejection to me that when we make make it about ourselves, you know, I wasn't good enough. 
they rejected me because you know they didn't they didn't like me or they didn't like my offering or they didn't like something and i think the moment i make it about me that's when it becomes rejection it stops being just just uh information about what happened yes yes taking it personally yeah yes um i mean i guess that's um what a, the story means and usually when, when a story is created it's always personal yeah. we're, ne we're never making a story about the other person are we we're never sort of <laughs> we're never kind of creating a story about why they've said no to us which totally makes sense to that other person our stories are always about ourselves yeah, and i mean sometimes we i think uh you know we do that like oh you know like they didn't want to meet with us because they didn't know who we were and they were busy and, and oh, so yeah. forth you know we can we can write a story but it's almost like we're trying to spin a rejection in in a positive light do you know what i mean that even then it doesn't feel like um a neutral thing or or, yes. or let alone a good thing that we're just kind of we're, we're, we're putting lipstick on a pig and, and saying like, look, like the, the pig's actually quite pretty. That's funny. And it also sounds like somebody, it also sounds like a metaphor that someone else has used. <laughs> I don't know if it is, but uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is there's no pig. There is yeah. no pig. Other than the one that you've created mm. in that moment. Yeah. So, 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 Auntie, tell me. Tell me, does how does this resonate for you? Maybe you're okay hearing no, but I'm just curious. Is there anywhere where you might ask and they say no, and that you, you, ooh, and it kind of you can see? It's kind oh of God, yeah, down? yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, so much is dependent on the, on the on the state of mind uh, I happen to be in, uh, what meaning I've given, what it is I'm I'm asking. Um, I think for many men, and, and certainly for me, uh, it's it's always been hard to show vulnerability, to kind of really open up and say like, look, this is really important, and you know, uh, and and would you be interested or that or or you know, could I offer you blah blah blah, and and then and a lot of times there's before you get that no, you're always kind of you're almost like bracing for the impact, you know, kind of inside yourself. That you in a, in a in a sense you're already feeling a potential rejection before it happens, and usually in those moments is when it feels the worst when somebody says no. Hmm. Whereas, uh, kind of if uh, if a, if somebody says no really out of the blue and you didn't say come, you kind of almost like dumbfounded, like what, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, and it surprises it, it, you. Yeah, and it's somehow easier to deal with when when you haven't um, marinated that that thought for you know several minutes beforehand or sometimes hours or days I'm, I'm, I, I get what you're saying I'm, you used the, the V word vulnerable and I'm, what, what does vulnerable mean because I, that vulnerable sounds like a story as well yeah I, true um, yeah exactly because uh, we just if we just ask let's say we really really want something and we ask somebody would we, on the one hand, we might think that we need to be vulnerable to do that, but do we really? We're just asking somebody if they want to do mm. it, you know? Like, I might really, 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 really be interested in this woman on a, on this particular dating site. Really, really, yeah. really, I go, and I and I just say in all the ways that I'm interested. 
and she she might not answer my message she might just say i'm not interested and, and yeah. now I, I could feel rejected and i might but i don't have to do i yeah because she just said no do, do you see what i mean it's like mm. I, I i totally get how sometimes it feels like when I really say what I mean, and I'm not sure they might laugh at what I'm saying, my openness. I might, you know, showing my cards, my hand, my emotional hand. I, it feels like I'm exposing myself. Mm. And I, 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 I know that that feels true to me. But it's, it's not what's really going on, though, is it? No. Because it's, it's, you're still operating from the illusion that there, there's actually something at stake, that, that your happiness and, and sense of safety are, are somehow uh, in danger of being compromised. Yeah, maybe that's what rejection feels like a little bit too, which is what mm -hmm. you were saying a few minutes ago. Something's at stake. Yeah, it's not just a no. No, it means the it's the dream, uh, the happy family idea, the, the successful business, the my sense of my own self. That's at stake. Yeah. So you have to say yes, otherwise I'm doomed. Mm. And I guess if we knew nothing was ever at stake, which you know I'm starting to warm to that idea. I mean, it hasn't completely landed with me, but I am warming to it. And um, then there's just yes and no, isn't there? There's just yes and no. And if it's just yes and no, you just keep on asking people. You just keep on asking people. Do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you want to be my client? Do you want to be my friend? Do you want to do you want to go to the pictures tonight? Mm. Do you want to do? Do you want to do an interview on this podcast? Yeah, and it's funny. Like some things are really easy to ask. Um, you know, if somebody says no, you're like, okay, that's no worries. You know, and then other things you're just like, oh god, I can't, <laughs> I can't do, I can't deal with a no here. You know, that this, this, uh, this is going to be so hard to deal with. Yeah, and it's just it's all about what it means, isn't it? What what yeah, does it mean? Absolutely, like, and, exactly. And did other would other people have got a yes, and I got a no? So then you, we're comparing ourselves. Yeah, and you think that you know, like there's mm. there's there's something that I I did wrong, or I wasn't I wasn't good enough in in how I how I phrased it or presented myself or whatever my offering, and yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, rejections uh, it's a it's a it's a funny thing when we start dissecting it. Yeah, and it's and all it really is is just thought the the, yeah. the gift of thought uh the innocent misuse of thought <laughs> indeed it's the uh it's the it's the thing that we we keep we keep circling like uh you know something approaching the drain so um yes i, I mean i i definitely feel because as people as lis regular listeners to this podcast might know i am uh, single and I dabble occasionally in internet dating, and I'm I'm on plenty of fish. Uh, this might be alien to you, Ansi, because you're a married man. But never mind. Um, plenty <laughs> of fish is the like one of the most popular free internet dating sites. There's loads of people, men and women, on there looking. Now it, the way it seems to work is that women go online and get bombarded with messages, and don't mm. answer most of them, and men send messages out and don't get replies and so there's this sense of you, you you find someone attractive or not and you send a message uh more than just saying hi and you and not quite often they don't reply and i've been doing internet dating for a while 
And I know in the early days when I sent a message and they didn't reply, I was really annoyed. It's like, how can you not reply? I mean, you don't have to be interested, but you can at least reply and acknowledge my message. And now it's now it just feels like I'm just going to ask. Uh, maybe they might be interested in replying, or they might be interested in converse, uh, meeting up. And it, and it, I really can tell I've got a lot less on it. It really doesn't matter. I can tell it doesn't matter as before it did. So there's just lightness. You just just playing this game. Oh look, no one's interested today. Oh look, that one is. Oh look, maybe I'm not going to give. I'm going to stop doing this for a while because it's, it's it's quite compelling and like Facebook, unfortunately, and it's slightly slightly unhealthy. Uh. Yeah, I have a couple <laughs> of friends um, who are who are single, and and I've seen their um, their Tinder use. It's uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, they might be over to watch, uh, you know, like a like a footy game or something, and and you know, like at least one point in the evening, they're gonna be on their phones swiping. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and and apparently people, uh, men, they they're sending messages to women, they're not getting replies, so sending another one, and then they're sending another one that's getting really really angry, and then they're getting blocked, and it's just kind of it's creating this real hostile environment. And it's it's quite it's yeah. quite unpleasant, unfortunately, in terms of yeah. And mood. I'm sure there's also like another way to do it is like not necessarily like uh, those. Not everybody sends a lot of messages because I think many people realize that that doesn't help. But then I think you result in this kind of natural peacocking behavior, where you realize that well, she's probably getting like a like a hundred messages, or from a hundred different guys. So I need to do something to stand out. And and so since some some guys I'm sure um, they get really creative. Some guys, um, you know, might get really uh, you know graphical and sexual on the whole thing, and, and hoping like you know like that get that you know like get noticed. And I'm sure that's what happens. And it's 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 just kind of the the nature of the beast, and we're all doing it to kind of increase our uh, you know chances of success. Yes, and I'm kind of I am mindful of uh, my own creativity. Um, which is fine, but I'm also mindful that it, I know that it doesn't really matter, and I, I I just like I like that it doesn't matter because it has mattered in the past and I, it's pained me because it's mattered. Now it's just it feels more playful, a little a little game to sort of interact with the, a woman, maybe even a game to interact with a potential client. It just feels it just feels fun. Are you interested? Yes or no? And then they, you may, yeah. they may say, the potential client may say no, and you might explore why that might be and could help you kind of see where they're coming from and how you might not be a fit for them. Or it might make you think, oh, look, that is actually what I do, and I should have said it like that. Now I will. And then they ask, you ask yeah. suitable. It's, it's just like a, it's just this ongoing conversation where you're kind of learning about yourself and the other. And, and, it can, and yeah. what you learn can be neutral. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's ultimately just just data that you know what you can do differently, and and you find out oh, well that didn't work, so you'll try something else, and then oh that worked a bit better, and yeah, you can keep kind of changing and fine tuning. And but um, as a as a veteran of, of internet, internet dating, if I can call you, <laughs> yes, that, well I am unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, is uh, would you would you say that uh, part of the lore of of why internet dating has become so popular is that it kind of helps um, reduce the, the likelihood of getting rejected? 
Ah, uh, from a male point of view, probably. Yeah. Yes, I think. I think. I think. I think that's what you're more qualified to speak from, anyways. Yes. Well, there's. I think. I think. So. So my women friends tell me who go out on a night. Mm. Men are not chatting women up anymore. They're not taking that risk of of talking, and they do, they're not doing it. They're going on internet dating mm-hmm. because because it's a lot easier to interact, and everybody yeah. there is quote available. So I I think that's probably one of the reasons why I was drawn to it in the first place. Yeah, it was it felt easier and a low-hanging fruit and I've never been that good at uh, going up to a woman or several women and just talking and being comfortable I that is not my forte it really isn't I mean mm. it could be now we've had this conversation because because the conversation goes well it doesn't go well so what but you know that's uh, that's where and I think also the fact that you know like uh, you hear that most guys aren't chatting women up in the bar and I think you know Talk about a great way to stand off from from the competition. Yeah, well, that, that talk to another person face to face. Holy shit! I know, but that's <laughs> where my grounding in this understanding is a little bit shallow, unfortunately, because because the whole lot of thinking comes up and I, it closes me down sometimes, or I let mm. it. You know, I get these feelings, and yeah. oh, and I think, oh, let's carry on to the toilet. Let's, let's carry on walking. <laughs> back in back in the uh, the old days when I was. Um, single i i visited some friends in canada who were and and friends with this friend they were very much into the the pickup scene and and it was kind of it was quite fascinating to watch how they they operated but they had this one rule of thumb that uh they had a 20 second rule and and, yes. and what that meant was when you when you entered um you know like a bar or a club you had to strike a conversation with somebody, some stranger. It doesn't matter. It was like a male, female staff. Yes. But you had to start talking within 20 seconds because otherwise you just get so up in your head that it would become so hard for you to, you know, start anything. Yeah. And and um, I can probably attest to that that you know, like you know, you go in there and it's like, ah, oh, I'm not ready yet. That's not yeah. the right one. And and you know, like, oh, I'm not sure what to say. And and you know, and then you just keep waiting and waiting and. You're just getting more and more anxious because you have so much more thinking in your head, and uh, then when you finally do go say something, you'll just blurt out something uh, probably retarded. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> so and she's gonna be like, okay, and uh, yeah, well there you go. So, anyways, that was uh, that was fascinating to see. Um, I, th- I like that as an intervention because it's kind of it's it's kind of aware that we think too much and sometimes we make too much of it, and if you can yeah come in and just get get talking to somebody another human being and it's just two people talking at, at the end of the day uh before the, the thoughts go crazy you just kind of normalize it i i, I that's yeah sounds like a great intervention i never had that as a as a piece of wisdom uh uh maybe i ought to do um, I, I do think, even though this is digressing away from rejection onto internet I totally think that you're right <laughs> in terms of the, the way to do it now is to talk to people because no one's doing it, and you are just yeah. exceptional to, to do that. You, you just you just watch. There's going to be like some some new Facebook dating guru is going to pop up, and his his revolutionary wisdom is going to be like, don't do it, don't go on social media, talk to people. Yes, yeah, that that Facebook guru is going to be his first name is going to be Steve, and. <laughs> <laughs> and I think his last name is going to end in the letter H and the rest will, will remain a mystery uh, yes yes um, 
but it, it, the, the approaching women thing is is uh, is a classic kind of fear of rejection fear of rejection yeah. fear of it doesn't fear of judging what happens fear, fear of making a judgment fear of fear of a whole lot of stories being created yeah and I think the, the problem why dating is probably like um like asking somebody out or approaching somebody from like a romantic interest is that we can't hide behind our product or service or or some other kind of offering it's we're, we're who we're selling is us we are the kind of the, the the product so so if the other person says no you know it's it's hard not to take it personally uh well i mean it, it would be hard not to take it personally if we weren't aware of this understanding well, that's what I, yeah, obviously. But I think that's what makes it so. Like we have so, people have so much thinking about like in the in the realm of dating is is you know you want somebody to like you and and because you know you're interested in them, and and then when they're not, um, yeah, you just come think like, well, what could I have done differently? Like what what am I missing? What's what's lacking? And and, and so forth. It's, it's hard not to um, get up in our heads and and create all sorts of thinking about it when we don't when we don't know. Uh, that you know we're just we're just playing in 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 thought and the world of form yeah yeah i mean it, i'm i i can feel that yes and no are becoming more neutral to me uh, you know i still a long way to go alas in my head i'm thinking anyway. but I, I like it i like that i at the moment i can send lots of messages and i really don't care if i get a reply and maybe yeah. this will translate into me going into the real world and talking to people, uh, men and women, just because it is nice to talk to people, because people are interesting yeah. w without an agenda. Um, yeah. And we'll see how that I goes. Just, I was thinking of, I was just thinking of another little, little intervention for you. Uh, you know, there's that kind of like if you're doing a presentation and and you're feeling nervous, is that you know to imagine that the audience is naked. I don't like this uh, intervention, Auntie. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I, obviously that wouldn't work. You know, like to imagine like you know the women that you might go talk to are naked, but if you imagine that all the women in the bar had herpes, then you know like you wouldn't really be that interested in them anyways. So you could just kind of like go and talk to them without anything being, you know, at stake. How have you got, how have, you, how have we got talking about herpes, Auntie? How has that possibly happened? Yeah. Maybe we'll call this an episode, a little discussion about herpes. Oh, well, yeah, that might get, that, that might get this uh, podcast banned from Apple. Yeah. Uh, yes. So... No, that, that is that is so a good point. I do take your point, and and ultimately, I'm, you know, as you put it a while ago, women are people too. People are people. People might get on with you. They might not get on with you. But nothing's at stake. Nothing's yeah. at stake. And it's kind of I'm just seeing that more, which I like. And so rejection, mm -hmm. even though I'm, I'm kind of noticing what's bothering me about an interaction with another human being, and I'm slightly irritated with my re response, it is all fascinating. And it always was there before, and now I'm much more aware of it, and I'm, I'm kind of more playful with it. That's why I wanted to talk about it, really, because it's, it's kind of a bit, it's a bit wacky that no and yes can produce such different responses. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Kind of, 
in in a way to kind of sum up what we've been talking about in 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 some ways that it's obvious that you know the less thinking we have about something then the easier it is to kind of just go out and 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 interact with it naturally and not feeling that there's anything at stake and this kind of 20 second rule is a great example of that um but i think that applies to also like a lot of other things that you know uh in general that whenever we think start thinking about something beforehand like oh i should do that you know like make a phone call to a to a, to a potential you know customer or whatever it might be the more we think about it beforehand the you know and we think that you we're just we're just being prepared we're thinking it through but in reality we're just winding ourselves up and so i found that in in most of the instances where something has kind of come totally out of the blue that i didn't have a, an opportunity to think about it has usually been gone really well surprisingly well and even if the result hasn't been was it what it was meant to it just didn't mean that much you know it was it was as easy so in in some ways uh you know even if you can't kind of convince yourself sometimes that you know it's all thought mm. then one way to do is is just kind of um preoccupy your mind uh like this um famous uh tennis coach timothy galloway used to do that um what he used to do with his with his clients that came for, to him for instruction for example somebody wanted to hit a, a you know improve his backhand down the line and he just is like well let's just start hitting the ball and just try to hit all your backhands down the line but you know don't worry about anything else and then he added this instruction to prevent them from trying too hard to really thinking about from thinking about it that he said something along the lines of at each point uh, every time i hit you the ball i want you to yell now uh, the very moment when the ball is at its highest point when it starts kind of when it's no longer going up it starts to come down and that simple thing was enough to to take the the you know the the tennis player's attention off how he would hit his backhand down the line and try to identify like this was the point and then his body would just naturally do what it knows how to do and you know after 10 minutes he would have a break with these um with his clients and the clients would be like oh my god you know like my backhand is already improving like considerably and and he would point out then well what do you think has changed because you know we haven't i haven't given you a single technical instruction like kind of deep down you already know your body knows how to do this it's just that your mind keeps getting in the way when you have more thinking about it that you know i'm going to step into it and i'm going to follow through and keep my my wrist tight and and all this stuff yes so you know that's another that's i suppose that's one way kind of you know little technique that you know we normally don't really talk about but that's one way to kind of do it that just keep your mind occupied on something else and then when the moment comes just jumping with both feet in the moment i, I like that um little story Auntie. uh i mean i again yes i guess i'm not particularly a fan of techniques either but in a sense it was uh it was just like it was like a it was a relaxation technique, and it was a it was a let let your wisdom do it, stop thinking about it technique, and I I, I like that that was yeah. that's nice, especially if they know what's going on and they don't put it all down to the technique as the answer, but the fact that oh all all I need to do is be relaxed and I can do it myself, so yeah. I I think that's great. I, you know, techniques aren't bad. You just you just don't have to sort of be make them be the be on Orlando that's that's all but but yeah that, that's lovely yeah. I don't know how it works for me and the internet dating but but thank you I'll, I'll give it some thought yeah <laughs> well maybe maybe just find some activity that um, 
you know, consumes you so much that you don't have time to think about something like, you know, internet dating or replying to somebody or, or, or whatever else. And or when you like go out, you know, to a club, then just be so busy talking to people that you don't even have time to think about like who should you approach and what should you say. And then, you know, I, <clears throat> boom, you're in the spot and then you just have to think on your feet and, you know, just whatever occurs to you in the moment. Occurs mm, to you this the sounds moment. like um, a Facebook live video to me, answer. <laughs> Thank you. I... Uh, I'm guessing we've kind of we've done rejection for now I'm guessing yeah certainly from the perspective of uh, internet dating there will be a time (laughs) when I don't do internet dating anymore and we'll have nothing to talk about yeah it'll be face to face dating that will be be so novel to people they'll uh, face to face dating dot com (laughs) Mm. yeah (laughs) Thanks, Auntie. Um, well, I tell you what, I was just yeah. thinking, uh, maybe we could, um, maybe we could, anybody listening to this, do you want to talk about rejection with either me or Auntie? I just thought we could ask and then no one replies and we can kind of go through the motions of it, as it were. But if you, if anyone's listening to this would like to talk about rejection, then I'm sure Auntie would be happy to talk with you about it and I would as well. How about that? Hmm. For, for half an hour. Like no a, strings attached, yeah. as it were. Yeah, sounds great. How could they? Um, oh, how how would they do that? Well, they could um, either leave us a review with uh, um, their contact details, or they could find either your your contact details from is it smash.com uh, or my website devilinagoodman.com. So you can find us there. And, um, you know, if you have a, a comment or you'd like to come on and talk about rejection from whatever angle, then uh, feel free. Your, to your website sounds so much more compelling than mine, Auntie. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's not it's not quite as personal as yours, though. <laughs> no, quite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've, we've had, had our uh, fill, yes. like a good time today. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening to everyone. If you do enjoy the show it'd be great if you left us um a review on 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 itunes or whatever platform you're using uh we love hearing from you and uh thank you bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes, because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week, and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.